Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to Journey of a Transmuter. I am your host, Gracie Bisson. I put my heart and soul into energy healing and coaching. I am honored to share with you solo and expert guest episodes here. We will be exploring spirituality, energy, healing, personal growth and development. Pack your curiosity and follow me to empowerment solace and peace. Before we start, I use the term divine during the podcast to mean higher power. Substitute divine, source, spirit, God, universe, or your choice for higher power. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to Journey of a Transmuter. I'm your host, Tracy Bisson. It is an honor to be with you today. This is my first episode. And so this one will be a solo episode. I'd like to introduce myself and give you some idea of who I am, how I got here. And then I'm going to go through a little bit of information about transmuting and some of the other spiritual gifts. And then a little bit about how, with the help of what I've learned with Oliver and Mandy, in terms of what has helped me manage my own energy, and also then trying to tap into some self-love and some very overdue self-care. So that's the outline for today. If it's possible, what I'd like to do is, as long as you're safe to sit and be quiet, if you're driving, just breathe along a little bit. But I'd like to do a little bit of a quick intro and get me and get you uh, grounded and centered. So we're kind of both on the same footing here. And I found that Mandy has some great ways to do that, that I've learned. And I'd like to give a very short one to get us started. So the first thing is, it'd be nice to take some nice deep breaths. And if you could breathe along with me, I'm going to do what's called square breathing. You will breathe in to a count of three, hold for three, out for three, hold for three. And we start again. We'll do a couple of those. So let's get started. Breathe in, two, three, hold, two, three, out, two, three, hold, two, three, in, two, three, hold, two, three, out, two, three, hold, two, three. One more. In, two, three, hold, two, three, out, two, three, hold, two, three. Now I'd like you to imagine roots like tree trunks coming out from your spine where you're sitting in your chair, or maybe you're standing at the gym, wherever you're doing. And imagine those roots going down from your feet, from your seat, your bottom, all the way down into beautiful mother earth. She's there to nurture us. She's there to guide us. And she's there to ground us, which is so, so important. And so I want you to picture those roots coming down and going right, right into the center. Then imagine a white light from above coming down through your, what we call crown chakra at the top of your head, through your whole body, filling it up with beautiful white light. And keep breathing that in until you feel your whole body is full of that divine, beautiful light. And then start to find that 
you can picture this, your cells are all moving. They're all moving together. They're moving in unison. And there's some joy there. There's some happiness. And as they move and follow a nice rhythm, I'd like you to think about a color that would mean alignment to you. Because what I'd like to do today is show, show you how that's helped me. Picture some beautiful color that signifies alignment to you. And let that be the outline around your body. And as you put that out, that line around your body, I'm going to get you to breathe in again, a little bit more of the white light. And then as you breathe out, push that color out each time. Take a few more deep breaths. Push it out so that it's covering maybe the room you're in, maybe your car, maybe your kitchen, wherever you are. And just sit with that for a minute. Cells moving, you're in alignment. And now I'm going to get you to take another couple of deep breaths. We're going to send away the white light. And I'd like you to come back to me. There. Okay. We're grounded. We're ready to go. So my story starts, I guess in this way is the best way to describe it, uh, basically as burnout. I work as a family physician and I've been doing that for over 30 years. I'm now looking towards retirement in the next few years. And somewhere in the 90s to 2000s, I started to have some difficulty keeping up. In the past, I'd been able to exercise my way to keep going, to manage the stress. Just wasn't working as well. And I was finding I had less and less time. Now, around that time, I actually met my husband. We've been married now. It'll be 25 years. And we met down in Lake Placid and we spent a lot of time there hiking and biking or cycling. And that's going to become important later on as I describe what's happened to me. So as I was having trouble, I sought out some help, the usual traditional help within the healthcare system. And I was starting to become depressed. That would be probably about 12, 15 years ago. I luckily found a wonderful GP psychotherapist who helped me with medication and with therapy. But at the same time, I had problems with my thyroid, which seems to come out of nowhere. It didn't make any sense. So around that time, I also found a naturopath that was very helpful. And there was a question about, where's this coming from? It's not making sense. I, w I had brain fog. I was tired. I was achy. Yeah, I just wasn't myself. And I was doing all the right things. I changed my diet. I'd done many things. So turned out I tested positive for Lyme. And so if I look back, I believe it started probably around the time I was in Lake Placid, probably had a tick bite. We had our dog then. She slept in our tent with us. And so, you know, that's where my whole issue began and began some more treatment, mostly with natural practitioners and found that to be pretty helpful. Over time, however, it really wasn't until I met Oliver and Mandy, started doing some energy work and energy healing, that I really started to feel better. And so that's why I hope to be helpful for you to maybe pick up some of the little tips and techniques or tools that have helped me that I use every day. So at the beginning of the pandemic, which is where my journey as a transmitter began, you may find it hard to believe, but I was just not looking at social media. I've just been very, very, very busy. And at, during the pandemic, though, there was a time when 
really our patient care was so different. I was in my office. We didn't have a lot of contact with patients and even staff. We kept to a minimum just to protect ourselves and everybody. And so I had some time and I, I listened to a summit on resilience that was recommended to me. Then there was one on natural practitioners and their approach to health conditions. And very interestingly, in came Oliver Nino, the spiritual activator, and it was his webinar on spiritual gifts and how to manage your energy. There was a little bit of all of that in there. Well, that was really my start. And I started with Oliver's 30-day energy program. I did Mandy's 30-day program. And I started learning how to be a geo-love healer. I've done my first and second levels, and right now I'm in my third level. And it opened up a huge new world for me that I had not been in contact with before. And I really hope that this comes out, that if you're someone who's brand, brand new to woo-woo, spirituality, however you want to look at it, me, traditional, but here I am. And you know, there's science behind this, and I just love it. And so the first thing that I wanted to say was some of the fundamentals that I learned with GeoLove Healing is all about intentions. And every day I set my intention, and I hope that's something that you could find helpful for you too. And the best part is these intentions are just a huge permission. When I'm doing an energy healing on somebody, as long as I set the intention that my client will get what they need, no matter what I do, if I make a mistake, it's all good. The other thing is I learned about the divine in all of us. Oh my goodness. Very different than my religious upbringing and that we are all basically made of love and light. We come from the divine. We are perfect. Ah, but that was a really hard thing for me to understand and to really take in. I think it's still a challenge as I look up to what we're going to talk about towards the end, which is self-love. The other thing is when we do energy work, it's very important. Whatever energy you take out, you have to put back in. So you have to refuel. That is like one of the hugest principles. So I just want you to keep that in mind. Okay, well, let's get to transmuting since that's really the name of this podcast and a little bit about how important that was for me. So Oliver, when he teaches, activates gifts and we all have spiritual gifts, all of us, and we have all of them. And some of them are a little bit harder to, for me anyway, it was harder for me to get my head around than others. This one though made a huge amount of sense. And so I'm very glad that that was given to me as my primary gift. So a transmuter is someone who, like I said in my trailer, cleans energy automatically. I'm not even aware. I'm pretty sure I did it as a kid. And so it's huge in the world to be able to clear everybody else's energy. People sometimes will come and sit beside me and they feel better when they leave. Or they'll come and sit and they'll talk a little bit and sometimes tell me things that they're probably not telling normal strangers, but it's happened to me. I think really where I noticed it was as a kid. In my household, there was a lot of anger. And so I think it really helped me to be there and to maybe help transmute some of that negative energy. At a certain point, though, I would be done. I wouldn't be able to tolerate anymore. And so it's something that Oliver teaches at Transmuters. It takes a lot of self-care to be able to do this particular work in the world. And it's an honor, absolutely, to serve in this way. As a transmuter, 
after having been in contact with people, I can either feel very energized or feel very low, very stuck. And it's when I'm in that stuck stage or that low stage, that's when I can withdraw, become irritable. It's just too much for me to handle. And so I learned with the help of my training that being alone, being in nature where energy is clean, those were the things that would keep me going. So that's a bit about transmuters. Some of the other spiritual gifts, I'm going to give you a short bit of information on. My intention is to bring some guests who have these spiritual gifts as their primary gifts and to talk to us about that. So looking forward to that. So there's also a channel. Channels are people who are able to receive messages from the divine. And sometimes they're conscious. They know they're bringing in this information. Sometimes it's unconscious. They'll just say something. They don't know where it ever came from. They have a huge role too to play. They are people that have had information come to them that have made such great progress in our world because it's new information. Now, there's also a hands-on healer. Hands-on healers have healing through their hands, but also if they were to give you a hug, you would be able to feel that and you would feel better. Then there's Akashic Records, but it's A-K-A-S-H-I-C. Now, people with Akashic Records, to me, it's amazing. They have access to divine knowledge. It's like they can open a book and it's there. Or as one of my friends, she can just look as if she's watching on TV and again, get information. Then there's psychic abilities. So people with psychic abilities are able to see things, maybe hear things, maybe smell. There's all the voyances, clairvoyance and all of those. Yeah, that's psychic abilities. So there are the other ones in a little nutshell for you. What I'd like to do now is tell you a little bit about my energy routine so that you can start to do it for yourself. The first thing I do, and I try to do it when I get up and not look at my phone and get caught up on whatever I feel I need to get caught up in, I try and just sit and sit in my own energy. And that's very important. I also have alone time that's hugely important for me as a transmuter so that I can just be in my own energy. However, when I start to manage my energy, my routine is I will put a vortex around myself and I will put a vortex around my husband who's living with me. That way I can protect him from the next step that I'm going to perform on myself. So a vortex is like a tornado and you can picture it just like that. You can pick whatever color you want. And what's beautiful about it is energy comes in, negative energy goes and leaves and you're left with the positive energy. That's the intention of a vortex. And it protects you. If you were to go, say, into a mall, you know, sometimes you go into a place, I don't know if this happened to you, you just feel uneasy or you just feel something in your gut. You're just sort of anxious. And what you may be doing is picking up the energy of other people. And so putting a shield like a vortex around you before you enter those places, that protects you. So, I put a vortex around myself and then I ground myself. We did a little version of grounding at the beginning. It's so automatic. I do it a few times a day, at least that I just set the intention and it happens. As you're learning though, picture those roots going down into the ground, right down to the center of mother earth. One of the people that was in my training with me, she pictured a real tree. Basically when she grounded she grounded roots into the ground, branches, birds, flowers. I really love that. And even if you're not used to imagining these things, it's a nice thing to get back to. That as a child, 
it was so easy for us to imagine things. And when I've done this training, I've had to train myself to visualize and get back to some of that. So vortex, ground, that's your protection. And now to clear energy, there are different ways to do it. And I'm going to give you two ways that are my routine. So the first way is to actually cut cords. And cords are real cords. You don't see them, but they're connected from you to somebody else. You might have, you're talking on the phone and the cord will come. You may be in real conversation with them in person that will come. They're possible. And it's sometimes, again, people that are sensitive to energy, picking up something that just doesn't feel like them. All of a sudden they have this pain in their knee they didn't have before. They may be connected to somebody. And it's important to be able to cut those cords and release them so that you're back in your own energy. Now, the way that you cut cords, there are a number of ways. You can picture a sword. I ended up picturing scissors. It was just easier for me. Some people see it as a light, a big white light. Your sword could be gold, silver, whatever color works for you. My scissors were silver. And what you're going to do is cut cords from the top of your head, from your front, from your back, right side, left side, under your feet. Now you have this negative energy. And what you've asked for in your intention is to clear energy that's negative, that doesn't belong to me, that doesn't serve. And also to take into account energy that might be stored in some things that you might be wearing or be close to you, such as metal, crystals, technology. So my routine is always, I will cut cords, anything that's negative, doesn't serve, doesn't belong to me, and make sure it's clear of any metal technology and crystals that I might be wearing or near. So cut that negative energy now, it has to go somewhere. And you have to be careful that you protect anybody that's around you. That's why I put a vortex around my husband. The best thing to do if you're not sure is find an open window Take that negative energy, throw it out the window. So it's not landing anywhere in the building, as an example. If you're out in nature, it's totally cool. It's all clear. But remember to do that. The other thing, before I forget, is putting a vortex around any animals. They definitely sense our energy, and you want to protect them too. So you cut your cords, either send them down to the ground to be purified, or out, send it out to go down to the ground to be purified. And what's the next thing you have to do? Refuel. You always, always, you get rid of energy, you bring in positive energy, you got rid of the negative. Now, you can bring in white light. I bring in gold. I bring in purple. You can pick whatever color works for you. Those are my three go-tos, and I use those all the time. So what's another way we can clear energy that's negative that we want to get rid of so we can replace with some positive? So the other way is to do what we call an energy sweep. So in this way, it really is like a big sweep. So picture and set the intention, sweep any energy that's negative, doesn't serve, doesn't belong, anything on metal, crystals, or technology that I'm wearing or near. Take that, send it down to the ground if that's what you're able to do, or again, out the window. And again, refuel, bring in white, bring in gold, bring in purple. And then after that, you can put your vortex back on as your protection, ground yourself, and you're ready to go. So that's a very small part of what I do every day, but I'd, I'd like you to have that because I think it's really useful. And it gives you some sense of you are in charge of your energy. Now, 
say you're in a situation where you're having some negative energy and you really can't go through all the cord cutting and all that. And, and particularly if this is some with someone that you're having some difficulty with, and they might even be right in front of you. What I'd like you to do is imagine a bubble around them, a real bubble. Color it whatever color you want. Picture it whatever color love is to you. I like purple. These are love bubbles. And this is a way for you to clear out someone and send them off with love so that you're, they're not attached to you anymore. And you've done your service. You basically sent them off with love. It's the way that if the rest of the world was able to do this all the time, the world would be a better place. So picture them in a love bubble. And then I like to wrap it in some light, white, gold, purple, send them off with love and compassion. It may sound funny, but when I'm at work, when I get a chance to be on my own, which is usually in the bathroom, unfortunately, but that's the way it is, I will love bubble anybody I've had contact with so far that day so that I send them off with love and that I'm not holding their energy because I have more patients that I'm going to see and serve. And I'm going to be cleaning their energy and it's good to be fresh for them, I guess is the best way to put it. Now, what's the other thing that you can do to help with your energy? Raise your vibration. Everything, basically energy is everywhere and everything has a vibration. Everything has a frequency, emotions, everything. So the important thing to do is try and keep your vibration up. If you're in a low vibration, you're feeling depressed, you're angry. Unfortunately, the law of attraction comes in and you're going to attract other energy that's at that level, a lower level. You really don't want to do that. You already have enough on your plate if you're feeling low. So what you want to do is be able to raise your vibration. And there's a number of ways to do it. If you think back to when you were a kid, some of the things that made you happy, maybe dancing, moving around, maybe drawing, being in nature, water is a wonderful cleanser to increase your vibration. A salt bath helps also clear energy, and that also helps with your vibration. And maybe being in the mountains, being around people that are positive, getting a hug, maybe patting your cat or your dog. Those are the kind of things. Oliver actually teaches a technique to raise your vibration. He uses it with a lever. And what you do is you sit quietly, picture a lever, and you picture a white light coming through your crown into your body. And before you start, you cut the cord to will so that you're able to do this as a technique. So I cut the cord to will, I breathe in my white light. Say I'm starting at about a 40 or a 50 on my lever, and I want to go to about 80 or 90. I breathe in the white light, fill my body, push up that lever, go up to about 60, breathe in again, push that lever up, breathe in again, Maybe I'm not about 70. That's pretty good. Let's do it again. Breathe that in. Push it right up to 90. There. A quick and easy way if you've got some time. Now, I'd like to also give you one last thing with respect to energy before I go on to self-love. The last thing I want to talk to you about is about a special kind of soul protection. This comes from Archangel Alejandro, and his energy is orange. Picture like a nice orange bubble or ball. And you can ask him for protection against negative energy. 
And so again, it's part of my routine every day. I will say, Archangel Alejandro, protector of souls, to protect me, I ask for my husband, our place, from negative energy. And to bring the light when we have forgotten that we are light. And I I may not have said this at the beginning, and I, I want to emphasize it. We are all made of love and light. That's who we are. Our human story takes us in all kinds of places. Underneath our divine story is we are love and light. And that was huge for me to learn and to really feel in a community of people that are part of where my training came from, which is Oliver and Mandy. So don't hesitate to ask him. You can ask for him a few times a day. It's all good. All right. The last part of my talk today, it's a bit about self-love. It was something that I really was missing. I carried around a root, a limiting belief that I wasn't good enough. And how I managed that was work hard, be perfect, don't make mistakes, do the right thing, stay out of trouble. That was me. And as, as a small child, part of avoiding some of the negative energy around me, I would withdraw and um, didn't really feel very good about myself. Now, Mandy teaches love versus fear. When you're making some kind of a decision, are you coming from love or are you coming from fear? It's huge, right? The same thing as abundance versus lack. If you're focusing on the negative, you're not going to attract the positive. I'm still working on this. Trust me. It's not the easiest thing when you've been many years like I was feeling not good enough. So self-love is one thing and we're going to come back to it. What I want to start with is self-care. That was a thing that I was definitely missing. As a transmuter, it's a non-negotiable. Getting alone time, self-care, getting in nature. I'm just going to say this. It took Oliver Nino saying that to me to finally learn it and do it. It's a part of my regular routine and it has really helped me. So self-care though, everybody's different, right? Some people like to dance and have some fun music on. Some people like Salt bath that we were talking about also helps raise your vibration. You're clearing negative energy. There's so many ways. Some people run, some people read, some people paint, go out in nature, be in the mountains, be near water, play with a little child. They're the best at teaching us how to play, which is huge for self-care. And until you do enough of it, your cup just isn't going to be full. And again, I am still challenged by this to always remind myself, I need to drink my water. I need to eat healthy food. I need to do some exercise. I need to get outside. Those are all important things. And when we start with Mandy in the Love and Authenticity Practitioner course, at the very beginning, we talk about the love list. It's huge. It's a way for us to start to develop our self-esteem so that we can coach other people. And so for your love list, think about things that you love about yourself. If you have a hard time, ask people that care about you. They will know. I like my big heart. I like my eyes. Those are some of my things on my love list. And then she had us read it every night for 30 days. And then the accomplishment list. What are all the things you've accomplished? You've raised healthy children. You sold your painting. You won when you were in in high school at a track meet. You won a ribbon. Think of those kind of things. Same thing. Read those. It reminds you of who you are. Okay, we're coming to self-love. 
And that was a hard one for me. And you know, it's true, right? People can say, come on, of course you love yourself. Yeah, just love yourself. You know, you can do it. Eh, It's not that easy. First, you have to dig out the root of I'm not good enough. Remind yourself of how worthy you are. And I still do different things. I'll do a tapping meditation for self-love. It really comes down to being compassionate with yourself also and recognizing that we're all worthy. Remember, we're from the divine. We're made of love and light. It can't get any better than that. However, I still needed something practical that would help me as an exercise besides some of the other stuff we've talked about already today. And where this came to me was from Jack Canfield. I am lucky to be in the Year of Miracles with Marcy Shimoff, Dr. Sue Mortar, and Lisa Garr. And we have guest speakers, and some of them have been wonderful, like Lisa Nichols. Jack Canfield gave us a a wonderful gift of very reduced admission to his Breakthrough to Success. And it has really changed me. I've actually signed up for Train the Trainer online. But I loved his mirror exercise because it was a practical way for me to develop some self-love. I'd heard it from it from other people, even people in authentic living. I tried it. I would say, I love you. I love you into the mirror. Jack kind of puts it together in a way that is very easy, practical, and doable. So every night I turn on the fan so my husband doesn't hear what I'm doing. And I look into my eyes. That's been very difficult for me over the years. Look into my eyes and say, Tracy, look what you've accomplished today. You recorded your first podcast episode. You got the dishes done. You did your charting. Then think about some other things I could say to myself. So, hmm, what disciplines have I followed today? Oh yeah, Tracy, you did your exercise, body groove. It was great. Drank your water. And then the last thing, one of the last things is what temptations have you avoided? Hmm, I didn't eat half the peanut butter jar. Yeah, that would be me. And the very last thing is, and you have to do this with your eyes open and sincere, look into the mirror, look into your eyes and say, Tracy, I love you. Oh, it is so difficult, but I'm doing it every night. Oh, and I think it's supposed to last a good couple of minutes. I do my best. But if you miss a night, you start all over again. And in 40 days, there's an improvement. It's easier. That's what counts. There it is. That's my first podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And I look forward to speaking with you again next time. Thank you for spending your precious time with me today. The gift of your attention to my Journey of a Transmitter podcast means the world to me. Share what you heard and experienced with a friend. Join me next time as our journey continues.